Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast, episode 175. Wow, when I look at that number, it gets bigger every time I do this. And pretty proud of myself, you know, I've been doing this for 175 days straight. I missed two days, but I've been doing it daily. But, yo, fucking awesome. Like, glad you guys could be here today. Glad you guys could tune in on this late day. I've been actually changing a couple things on how I do and how I do this and how I, you know, and how I, you know, really help people and how I share the message. And I'm fucking really cool that we're actually changing some of the times we do the podcast because, you know, I've been doing this at 10 38 PM midnight, sometimes, sometimes 1 AM in the morning that, some of you guys can't really watch this and check it. Maybe you're just watching the replay, right? So if you're watching the replay, hit that like button, hit that smash button, because today I'm talking to you today as part of the Road to Remembrance, the traits of a World War II commander. And look, maybe you guys like this because look, I fucking love, I love history. I love World War II. I love studying history. So if you like history too, and if you're a, love, if you're a big fan of World War II, Drop a drop a comment down below. Let me know that you really love, you know, this. Drop put World War II in the comments. Let me know that you you like this because I want to give you straight stuff out of research, out of these books that I've been reading, and out of you know all these articles and research online they've done on military leaders, commanders, because these guys have gone through it. They have gone through battle. They have led their men. During a time when they didn't have any technology, didn't have any Snapchat, didn't have any drones, didn't have missiles or nuclear weapons, they just had machine guns and bravery and bayonets. So whether we're we're talking about General Ike or Patton, Montgomery, Field Marshal Rommel, MacArthur, Hitler, you know, Khrushchev, Zukov, all these different military leaders, especially in World War II, there are so many brave men and women that came from these places. But what really, what I really like about this is that, you know, we can look back on history and kind of look back and study what what they, these guys did, and what made these guys great fucking military leaders. You know, because you're probably asking, like, yo, what made these guys great? What made them? badasses you know what made them amazing leaders and what i really love about this is that i can tune in and i can share this with you and i actually just wrote an article i put an article down on linkedin it was a quick little article right up on general uh, on field marshal montgomery who is in the British Army. And I'm actually going to be sharing at the end of this what made him a great leader. And we're going to go deep into detail of what made him a great fucking commander. So if you're watching, look, make sure you drop a comment. Make sure you're liking this because more people can get it and more people can gain value. Because these are some of the traits of a military leader. And I found this off website. I'm trying to find out the website. Ugh. Oh, I think I might have found it on entrepreneur.com. I got a bunch of different resources that I got this information from. And one of them was actually from, which is a great article that I was reading. I got to find it. 
forgot what it's called, but it was called it was it was on a study that they did on General Montgomery. Dude, and it's a fucking great research. They actually went deep into him. They studied him. They they observed him. They've interviewed people about him. <coughs> and and you'll look, I trust that you can gain some value from that. So here are a couple of traits of, of a visionary leader. And maybe write down if you can relate. You know, these leaders are visionaries, strategic visionaries. They can see ahead. They can see forward. And they could actually see their own goals and their objectives. They're team-oriented, right? Some of these military leaders, they can focus on their team. They have a team. They use their team. They equip their team. These leaders are also decisive. You know, they can make quick decisions fast. They can make it when it's under pressure. They can make it and stick to it. They're decisive. Accountable. You know, these leaders are also accountable, right? They do what they say. And if they do something wrong, best believe that they're going to hold themselves accountable or they hold other people accountable that they fucked up. Integrity. They do what's right. They do what's right. They do what they say and they do what they promise, right? These are... You know, these commanders just do it and they follow what their plan is. Next thing is, you know, their integrity. Some of these generals here, most of them, they actually do what's right. And they also, they always do what is necessary. They have integrity, especially when it's time to do what's right. And when it's time to hurt someone, they know when it's the right thing to do and maybe when it's the not, not the right thing to do. But they also have high standards, right? <laughs> I'm about to talk to you guys about Field Marshal Montgomery, who's 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 a commander in in the British Army during World War II and like 1942. And look, what what fucking Field Marshal Field Marshal Montgomery would do, he would always review his troops. He would ask his troops, "Have you been training? Have you been doing fitness? Are the latrines clean? Is everything cleaned?" He would actually tell people, like, "Yo." Fuck, you guys better you guys get your get your shit together, man. He would actually tell people that look, he has a standard for them. He would set it. You know, some of these leaders also have poise, right? They know how to handle themselves in a professional way. And the last thing is that they're diplomatic. They know how to negotiate. They know how to find what's best. They know how to ask for what they want. They also know how to work together with others. And that's a key thing, especially if you're an entrepreneur. You got to learn how to like really collaborate with other people, especially people that have different styles than you, right? People that have different personalities than you, and people have different styles of being than you. These people may be different, but how can we work together with them? Now, let me talk to you quickly about someone that I want to share. And this is. I'm going to talk today about Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery. And kind of we're going to do, go deep into his life because he was an exact commander of in World War II that was what that led that led his team, led his forces into victory. And I'm going to actually maybe I'll study this as well because look, this guy was a great leader. Maybe a better leader than I would ever be. And Regardless of whatever kind of leader you are or leadership style you have, this guy has great. You know, well, the cool thing about Field Marshal Montgomery was that he was unassuming, right? He looked normal. He didn't look like a tough leader. He didn't look like a strong leader. He was just someone that 
had good leadership skills, right? He would had great. He was great, and you know what was cool about him was that he looked normal, right? He didn't look like a tough or anything. He didn't look strong. He looked like an old man. But he fought in World War One, and during in World War One, he was in a battle where he got shot in the chest and he almost died, until a <coughs> until a soldier, a brave soldier, actually came to rescue him. But as he came to rescue him, he got shot right in front of him by a sniper. And when he got shot, the bullets kept shooting into him. But at first, it hit the, it only hit the body in front of him. You know, the man who tried to save his life, he got hit by machine guns and snipers. And they covered his body. And if Montgomery actually was protected by this guy's dead body. Right? But during that battle, he got awarded the Distinguished Service Order for Gallantry, which is an award in the British Army, which is a big medal. You know, after the war, after he was injured, he actually got sent back to England, where he led his soldiers as a brigadier for training. He started showing great leadership skills, guys, right? He had great leadership skills so he, that he can command troops, that he got promoted quick. So as he led... As he led his troops, he was promoted to brigadier. But one thing that made him angry was like, you know, as I talked about, you know, uh, the emotions of fucking, you know, what are the five the emotions and how it can help your leadership. Dude, this guy was angry. He was angry because his staff, he, he would see like all these higher generals that were separate from the troops, right? There was a huge distance between the troops and the generals. And he didn't like that. <laughs> What he made, wanted to make a change was he wanted the generals and the commanders to get close to their troops, to build connection with their troops. So what he did was that he squashed the distance between, he actually put distance between the higher ranking and the regimental field troops because he wanted the regiment, like the field troops to actually have their own say, their own command and to actually lead. He wanted his own front lines officers to lead. He wanted the soldiers and the officers in the front lines to lead and to take command and to take charge. Right? But what he also really encouraged was that he encouraged physical challenge, right? He was always pushing his troops to stay fit. And, you know, he would always push them to do physical fitness, work out a lot, get fit. But he also wanted them to train with live bullets. You know, live bullets. They, they actually, he actually said, like, if my soldiers can't dodge a live bullet, how can they dive it in battle? Right? So he actually practiced with live bullets. And in, in a, one of his speeches, he actually said, there's actually a speech that he wrote. He wanted his officers to, officers to create an atmosphere with soldiers, where the culture, you know, where I think what he talks about this is that he talks about culture, right? He wanted officers and the soldiers to connect and build a great atmosphere, which in my, in my judgment can be called an, a culture, right? You know, so if you guys are creating cultures for your teams, this is for you because this is super important. Another thing was he would do is that he would actually systematically check in with each staff. During the mornings, he would spend time with his officers, right? He would spend time with each the higher staff. And then in the afternoon, he would visit his soldiers in the afternoon. Every day he would do this. 
every day he would actually repeat the same speech and every day he would repeat the system. Yo. Um, give me one second. Who is it? Who? <laughs> he would actually, like, they'd check in with each staff in the morning, each gen officer staff, and then in the afternoon, he'd visit his troops. And then he would, he would actually say the same speech that he would say to every unit every day. And the speech, I need to post the speech because it's a really cool speech. It really inspires people, right? I really got to post this speech. I think it's really cool. It's really uh, impactful. And he'd repeat the same speech. He wouldn't change it. He would say the same thing to every different unit, different soldiers. And every day he would visit these positions daily. He'd review the status of each unit. Like, hey, guys, did you guys change it? Did you change this? Did you? How are you guys doing? How's morale? And I get, and I know that you know, after kind of reading up on some of these generals here that they would always fucking check in the morale. You know, how is the morale of the troops? Is everyone happy? Is everyone energetic? Is everyone like pushing and jiving? And what's really cool about this is, you know, I used to work for a sales team is that they would always want to check the temperature of the room. You know, is the temperature hot? You know, is are your people excited, inspired, motivated? Or is the or is the temperature low, right? Is the temperature low? Are people like, you know, sad and depressed and you know, on your team? Or are they excited and shit? Are they fucking ready? You know, so that's that's another way, right? Like they study the temperature. And I think every leader needs to check in with their team about are they energetic? Are they excited? Are they ready to win? Are they ready to blow up? Are these guys excited? Are they inspired or are they scared? You know, it's a leader's job to kind of know and, and check the temperature of the unit and to, and to check the temperature of their of their unit of their team, right? And that's really cool about what Montgomery did because that's gonna inspire me as I build my own teams and as I unite my own people to make sure that I need to be a thermo thermometer and also a thermostat. You know, <clears throat> I need to also fucking, I need to check the temperature of my team. How are they doing? How are they feeling? Are they good? Are they excited? Are they motivated? You know, or are they depressed? Are they feeling bored? Are they hating the job? I need to check the temperature, but I also need to raise the temperature. I need to be a fucking thermostat where I can raise the energy, raise the heat, raise the fire and inspire people. Because I don't want to just be a thermometer and I just observe people and I just don't do anything and be a victim. It's my job to change shit and like change the danger temperature and range it, right? So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. I'm going to get to bed. This is the episode 175 of the Mission Driven Life podcast. Hope you guys have a great day today. Um, this is General Montgomery's leadership traits. And I talked to you about a couple traits today, such as, you know, these commanders had the traits of being visionaries. They were team oriented. They decided quick. They did, they were decisive. They were accountable. They kept their word. They had standards. They had poise and they were diplomatic. So this is the Mission Driven Life episode 175, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.